Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I am catching up with sporting goods industry vet- veteran and founder of the nonprofit Fit America, Jim Baugh from Florida. He's been leading Fit America since its founding in 2013. He's in the Sports Industry Hall of Fame and a Sports and Fitness Industry Board member he was for 19 years. Uh, good morning, Jim. First off, for those who may not be familiar, and I know you've talked about this many times, but maybe you could just give a brief interview of what Fit America is and its mission. Uh, thanks, Bob, and thanks for this opportunity. Uh, we started Fit America about five years ago. For the first year or so, uh, almost 100% of our focus was to uh, educate America and create an, a whole platform to pass the FIT Act. And we've done made great progress in that. And we can talk about that later. What we've done also is through all of our sponsorships. So when someone helps FIT America, you're helping to pass the FIT Act because we've now contributed almost a million dollars, $941,000 to the sports and fitness industry association for the specific uh, purpose of passing the Fit Act. And we need that because we need to uh, have lobbyists that we hire to be able to fight the battles on Capitol Hill. Uh, Tom Cove and Bill Sells do a great job, but we need an army to go and help push us through. So that's when we started. Our biggest push over the last uh, four years uh, on top of the Fit Act is to really go to the root of physical activity in America and rebuild physical education and physical activity programs in the schools. So what we've done is we've launched a program called our Fit America Go Grant and and for our major sponsors, 70% of their funds go into these Go Grants to go and rebuild physical activity in the schools. And it's magical because we're getting kids moving, we're getting them more active, they're becoming consumers in the industry, and uh, we can review the numbers later, but it's pretty amazing the amount of money we're investing and how much, how many kids we're getting active and what the impact is on the industry. But our Go Grants is really our biggest thing because even if we pass the Fit Act, we need to make sure we solve the problem of the grassroots of sport and fitness, which is the way kids learn how to be physically active, which is in in the schools. And then the final thing we do is constant education, education to the industry, but more importantly, to America. We have many ways we're exposing through our website, social media, and we're going to be launching probably in the next month, and when you're going to air this, we'll be launching our 30-minute Fit America documentary, which will educate Americans on the inactivity pandemic. What's going on with our kids? What's going on in our schools? We'll tell them all about Fit America and what we're doing with our Go Grant, and we're going to ask Americans to support us as well. We're a 501c3. We also are a 501c4, but for America, we talk more from a 501c3 basis overall. So it comes back to the advocacy for the Fit Act. Number two is the Go Grants, which is really our big thing that needs to be done overall for this industry. And the third thing is the education through many means. Uh, where's the documentary going to air? Can you tell us that now? The documentary is going to be on TV. We have a partnership with a company that actually funded this whole thing. It didn't come from money from the industry. It came from outside. They spent over $200,000 to do the filming around the country. But they've told me they'll be able to get this on TV. It may be late night TV. And on top of that, we're going to have a 30-minute version, a 15-minute version, and shorter versions also that we can use for social media. The industry can use it because we got to expose this pandemic to America because they're sleeping on it, to be honest. They're not aware of how bad it's got and the ramifications, not just for this industry, but more importantly, for the health of Americans, for the body, mind, and spirit. And we have to fix this problem for the good of the country. Physical activity, obviously, is important to the sporting industry. I imagine physical fitness is important to the healthcare industry as well, which has obviously been a major issue in, this, in the United States for some time here. Well, you're 100% right, because we really don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system. We treat people after
or they get sick. You think of all the companies out there that are, I use the word feasting off of the healthcare crisis we have. So the only way we're going to prevent healthcare costs is to prevent them. And you think, how can we do that? The Fit Act will help that, but we got to go and make sure the kids are more physically active so they'll be healthier for their body and their mind. And that's really the silver bullet with our whole approach is that we have now conclusive research that it active kid is a better student. So this is not only going to help their health and their good quality of life, but it'll help them do better in school academically. Do you also think perhaps, I know that, the, that one of the issues they've addressed in Washington is the opioid crisis, which is part of the healthcare uh, issues today. Do you think even some of those people that have been involved with that, if maybe they had more physical fitness in their life, they might not have as many issues there? Well, I, I don't have definitive research on that, but I can say with very a lot of confidence, you're 100% right. And you just think about the number of, number of kids that are on ADD drugs as well. But we tend to want instant gratification if we take all these drugs. But if people were more physically active, and I really put this message out to the industry, we talk about getting people active for the professional sports and we show all the professional athletes, but we got to talk about why physical activity is great for the average person. And you will have less people smoking, using drugs, doing many of these things to themselves because physical activities, in fact, it wasn't said by me. It was said by the former head of the CDC. He said physical activity is the closest thing to the wonder drug because it prevents a lot of these illnesses and conditions that people have. And uh, now let's talk, I, we talked about the activity pandemic. Let's just talk about the Go Grants again. Now, how many have you given, how many is your organization given out today? What dollar increments? And how about some examples of how they're being used? Well, we our Go Grants are magical. Uh, let, let me just state why this is so important. When you think about what gets kids physically active to, and have the skills to learn to throw, catch, run, and jump, there's two places they learn that. One is at home, where you have to go family by family or mother by father, mother and father, and say, get your kids active. But we know what's going on in the home. These electronic devices are almost pacifiers for the kids. But the place where many, many kids learn how to throw, catch, run, and jump is in the schools. Now, imagine if we lost 50% of the training grounds for kids to learn these skill sets. We have almost 50% of all high schools in America, and probably the same percentage for elementary schools, do not have any physical education. So what Fit America is doing is going back into these schools to rebuild these programs one by one. We can give out grants of three to $5,000 in that range to get a school activated, getting the kids active, and they're learning these skill sets. So this is why the Go Grants are so good. We have grants that go into the schools. We're getting kids active. We have a brand new program we're launching. It's our exclusive program called AMPT. And why it's so good is that we're not taking up academic time. We're going in before the school days. The kids are arriving early. They're running and walking. And not only are they getting physically active, it's getting the brain amped up and primed to learn for the school day. There's great research, fabulous research that shows that when kids get moving before the school day, their academic scores are much higher during the school day. Recently said that there are 40,000 U.S. school systems in need. Can you explain a bit about that and also why most of these schools, uh, where most of these schools are and how come the local governments in those areas aren't funding PE? Well, there's approximately 80,000 elementary schools in America. I'm not talking high school and middle schools. I'm talking strictly elementary schools. Now, we're, as our estimate is is half of these schools have no physical education or very little physical activity in the schools. So those schools are all in need. It's a matter of getting to them and with the right program. So this this is just pure numbers. We think that there's 50% because 50% of the schools have dropped physical education. They're in need. And most of these schools, when you approach them, say, yeah, I like to get some physical activity in the school and we could do it during the school day. But many of them say, let's do something before or at lunchtime or after the school.
school day, but we make sure we go after all the kids. In fact, that's what's magical because you can say, let's have a sports program, but you know, that's for the kids that want to play sports. Let's teach these kids how to get physically active. And we think there's 40,000 schools and we just hit the tip of the iceberg with what we're doing. So we need a lot more support. Would you say at this juncture, uh, Jim, that Fit America is getting the support it needs from all circles, whether it be the federal and local state government, sports and fitness industry and others in corporate America? For sure. First of all, let me just give you a little bit more insight on the inactivity pandemic overall and how bad it is. Because I think there's many people in the industry that don't realize how bad it is. First, I want to say everybody should go to this URL, ip.fitamerica.org, ip.fitamerica.org. We have a huge report that shows all these numbers. But here are some of the highlights. Kids are not getting active like they used to. In fact, the kids that are active three times a week or more in aerobic activity keeps on dropping every year. There's fewer and fewer kids that are core participants in team sports. That's the roots of physical activity for the kids, especially in the sports industry. We're losing them. Casual is doing okay, but we need core participants overall. Our kids in America, this is the crime. We're ranked as a country, 47th out of 50 countries in the world in physical activity and fitness, 47th out of 50 countries. And then the competition's getting tougher. You know this electronics industry. There are more and more addictive overall. And probably the biggest chart, there's two charts in the deck you should take a look at. We're losing core participants at the expense of casual participants. And why this is devastating is that core participants are the breadwinners for the industry. They account for 80% of all the revenue in the industry. And now we have more casual participants than we do core participants overall. And then one other number you'll see on a chart in the deck is that every segment of the sports industry except for snow sports, which represents about 2 to 3% of the industry, is in decline as a share of the U.S. population. This shows that while some areas are doing a little better than others, as our industry, we're not keeping up with population growth. So the industry has really got to look at this report and say, ooh, we got to do something about it. Because if we, Bob Bacini said this years ago, former CEO of Mizuno USA, he says, if it's not us, then who should do this? Because we make our living, the sports industry makes us living off the industry. Now you talk to me about the support. I'm, I have to say that I'm not happy with any level of support in all aspects. First of all, the federal government, they threw out physical education, basically, with a PEP program. They pushed the monies down to the state for the PEP programs, and they combined it with anti-smoking campaigns, anti-drug campaigns, and guess where the money end up go- ends up going? Not going to physical education. There's no PE in any physical education programs, really, at the, at the national level. State, it needs to be handled, but this is something we can't worry about because we with our resources, we tend to worry about it on a national basis. Teachers, they're not being educated properly because they believe that it's better to have these kids sit all day and try to learn and test. But we know if we sit all day, what happens to our brain? It shuts down. Physical activity pumps blood through the brain and gets people going. Now, let's get into the real neat meat and potatoes here. The sports industry, including the leagues. First of all, the leagues should be jumping all over this because as we lose physical, physically active people, they, we lose avid fans. The research is conclusive. But more importantly for the sports and fitness industry, a lot of companies are sitting on the sidelines. They're hoping they'll be able to, uh, this will turn around by itself. It's not going to. It's got to be done. We need to invest. And you don't have to invest a lot. Work with us. We'll work with you on that. And the great news is that we now know from our research that the money that we've accumulated, we've invested $1.4 million into our Go Grants program. $1.4 million. That has contributed, at least and probably much more, 
$5 million in industry revenues. Invest a, a dollar, you get one point. And from the investment standpoint, we have some magical things we've understood here. So the industry invested $1.4 million through our Fit America Go grant into school-based programs. That $1.4 million has re resulted in 70, I'm sorry, $106 million of industry revenues. They, we invested 1.4, got 106. Let's put it in real terms. That is basically invest a dollar, get $75 back in return. Phenomenal ROI for this industry. So big brands and small brands, but especially the big brands, need to invest in these programs at the roots level. It's not just saying we're going to develop tennis programs or golf programs, etc. It's about going to the roots of physical activity. If we don't, this industry to me will be stagnant or decline for years to come because if you let the roots decline or deteriorate, it'll eventually catch up to us. These industry needs to be led by people that are leaders in the industry. And I'm going to be not diplomatic about this. We we do not have leaders of this industry. Yes, we got the SFIA and NSGA, they're industry organizations. But 20 years ago, we had companies that were led by individuals that represented this industry. You know what they represent now? They represent their brands. The industry is secondary in some ways. And the only way we're going to fix this pandemic is people worry about industry. And by the way, when they do, their brand will be taken care of too because the ROI is so good. So I just hope some of the big brands that have the bigger pockets here realize we got to go to the roots and there's only one place to do it efficiently, efficiently is in the schools. You know, finally, I just wanted to talk about the status of the FIT Act. I know that the bill was passed, as you told me, by the complete House, and it was obviously prior to that passed by the House Ways and Means Committee in July by a vote of 28 to 7. Where does it stand now, and what's the likelihood of it being passed in this current Congress? Well, uh, we made great progress. We got it passed in the entire House. So that is, and that's bipartisan support. So now it's off to the Senate. So what we have to do is get the same type of support. So people that have been supporting our lobbying efforts in the Fit America, uh, Fit America Coalition overall, we got to keep that going because we got to get to the Senate. We got to tweak the language because this is what happens. They send a bill over and somebody thinks about changing it. We got to make sure we have the right language to make sure we get America moving here and also do the right thing for our industry. But it's really about doing the right thing for, for America here. And then once it's passed in the Senate, I can't believe that the president wouldn't sign this because this is really the way to help prevent health care costs and also help America overall with the academic problems that many of our kids face. And, and just briefly, just briefly, would you just talk just briefly for those who don't know what FIT Act, what it would actually include? I know it's um, could you just explain briefly what it would do. Yes, uh, the FIT Act it will allow Americans to use their pre tax medical accounts, health savings accounts, flexible spending accounts for physical activity expenses. Today, what do they use those accounts for? Primarily going to Walgreens, going to a doctor, sick care, as I mentioned. What we're saying is we're going to expand the language so it will handle physical activity expenses, joining a, a fitness club, getting into a fitness class so that we can get people moving and more healthy to prevent health care costs. The language we got to work on with Congress, but on a nutshell, it's basically allow Americans to use their dollars for physical activity expenses for health care cost prevention rather than just continue the way it's been now. Well, great, Jim. Thank you for your insights today with and about Fit America and the inactivity pandemic. Best of luck with the organization. I've been speaking with Mr. Jim Baugh, founder of Fit America from Florida, and you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.